Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Hacker Nation, this is Scott Hansen. Who out there in Hacker Nation community is ready for a great show? Because I hope you're ready to have an incredible day and start 10xing not only your business, but also your mindset. For those of you who are brand new to Success Hackers, one of the fastest growing business and entrepreneurial podcasts on iTunes, I say welcome. We always love the new listener, and we hope that you continue to download each and every episode. And not only do that, but also tell a friend, because it's right here on Success Hackers that we get the opportunity to really get inside the minds of some incredibly successful entrepreneurs and then really have them share their success hacks with us. So if you've been listening to the show for a while, I say welcome back and thank you. It's because of you and the fact that you continue to tell your friends about the show. It's the reason why we are now downloaded in 65 countries and growing. Have you ever wanted to learn how to brand yourself so that you stand out from the competition? Well, there's been a lot of amazing strategies and a lot of amazing guests and tips that we've had on the show so far. But today we are about to learn how to be a branding expert. Today our featured guest is Dory Clark. Dory, are you ready to rock? I am so ready to rock. Yes! A former presidential campaign spokeswoman, Dory Clark is a frequent contributor to the Harvard Business Review, Forbes, and Entrepreneur. She's recognized as a branding expert by the Associated Press, Fortune, and Inc. magazine. Dory Clark is a marketing strategy consultant and speaker for clients including Google, Microsoft, Yale, Fidelity, and the World Bank. She is also the author of Reinventing You, Defining Your Brand, Imagine Your Future, and Stand Out, How to Find Your Breakthrough Idea and Build a Following Around It. Dory Clark, welcome to Success Hackers. It is so great to have you. Thank you so much, Scott. Great to talk with you. Absolutely. Dory... We're going to get into all kinds of great things today, not only about yourself and about your business, and specifically learning the important aspects of branding yourself, but do tell, how did you get to be the former presidential campaign spokeswoman? The 2004 presidential cycle rolled around, and I really wanted to keep going. I was very interested in being involved uh, in a presidential race that had been a, a goal of mine really since I was a kid. And so uh, I had to I had to muster all of my networking strength. Uh, it is not easy to get a job on a presidential campaign, but uh, but I, I uh, spent about six months trying to finagle my way in, and finally was able to uh, to break in. And I ultimately uh, was was hired uh, as a press staffer and became the New Hampshire communications director for the campaign. With everything that's going on with the Republican race, is Donald Trump doing the right thing when it comes to branding? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I actually think that from a branding perspective, he's he's doing marvelously well um, for, for a couple of reasons. I mean, first of all, uh, if you're going to brand successfully, th this is a piece that a lot of people don't understand. 
So we, we know in the abstract, you could say, oh, a good, a good brand, uh, is really clear. You have to really clearly position yourself. Well, that's great. And everybody knows it, but people are largely unwilling to accept the consequences of that. The consequence of being very, very clear about who you are and who you're for is that some people are going to love you and some people are going to hate you. A great brand is a polarizing brand. And Donald Trump has been unafraid to just dive into that. And, you know, he knows that some people are going to hate his message. That's okay with him as long as his base is passionate. You know, you mentioned passion. When it comes to business and life in general, really. I mean, I think the most successful people seem to have the most fun, have the most passion and purpose and really the most clarity in their life. What makes you so passionate about branding? So I'm really uh, passionate about it, largely from my own experiences. Um, when I got laid off as a journalist, uh, it was a huge surprise for me. This was this was my first job out of graduate school, and I expected that I would be a reporter the the rest of my life. I I, I thought it was a great career for me, uh, but unfortunately, the industry was just collapsing at the time that that happened, and uh, I I came to realize that. It was really essential for me to take control of my own personal brands, to take control of of how I was uh, perceived in the professional marketplace if I was going to be successful uh, getting another job or reinventing myself into different careers. And so that, that began a kind of quest for me that culminated in the publication a couple of years ago of my first book, Reinventing You, and, uh, you know, which is about uh, folks who want to change jobs or change careers or somehow make a change in their professional lives. And then more recently, um, I, this year, I, I published a book called Stand Out uh, with Portfolio Penguin, which is uh, kind of taking it to the next level. And that is a book that is for people who know where they want to be professionally. But the, the trick is, in a very noisy and crowded environment where everybody's trying to get your attention, how do you stand out? How do you break through? How do you get your ideas noticed? And so I wrote a book that could really serve as a, as a kind of guide for, uh, for passionate professionals to be able to do that because I want the best ideas to be heard. As a high-performance coach outside of the podcast, I get a chance to coach entrepreneurs, business builders, business owners on really how to think much larger about themselves. I also talk about what something's called omnipresent, where you really want to be everywhere. You want to focus on a niche, but you really want to just really explode in that niche in so many different facets. What's maybe one thing that they can take away today to start branding themselves maybe a little bit differently? Yeah, that's, that's it's a it's an important question. So there's a there's a lot of possibilities that I talk about in uh, in my book, but one uh, one strategy that I'll mention, which is kind of a fun one because it's uh, it's collaborative, comes from the research of two of my favorite academics, uh, Robert Cialdini of Arizona State and Jeffrey Pfeffer of the Stanford Graduate School of Business, and their their research is uh, is really uh, centered around this question of. Um, you could say how much how much bragging is too much and what you know what does that actually look like like when it comes uh when it comes to uh spreading the word about your personal brand 
what's acceptable, what isn't, and how do you, um, how do you make that work to your advantage? And what they discovered is that, of course, as we all intuitively know, if you were perceived by other people as being a braggart, if you were perceived by others as just constantly droning on about how great you are, people pretty fast are going to stop listening and stop, uh, stop paying attention to you. But the interesting corollary that, that far too few people actually take advantage of is that they also discovered that if someone else was saying those exact same things about you, people would listen, they would take note, and they would take you more seriously. And so one suggestion that this implies, which it turns out uh, the, the research shows is actually very effective, is if you can find a like-minded friend or colleague, you know, essentially uh, you know, someone that you like and trust and wouldn't hesitate recommending, you can go to that person and make a deal with them. You can say, you know what, at the next conference or the next networking event, I will talk you up if you talk me up. And you just really put it on the front burner that your goal for that event is to look for people to introduce them to and look for ways to help them shine when the conversation comes around to a topic that they're knowledgeable about. And if, if you can each do that for each other, that is far more powerful than if you were uh, just seeking out those same opportunities for yourself. Uh, so that's one life hack that, uh, that I'll suggest that, that can be put into practice today and hopefully will be valuable for your listeners. That's great. So just, just one, one point of clarity. So if you and I are at a networking event and we get a chance beforehand to say, okay, I'm going to be talking um, to the people I met with in this side of the room and we start talking, I'm going to say, I got a friend named Dory and let me tell you something. She's amazing at branding and she's been able to help, you know, Tom, Jim and Mary in their business. And I think you guys should really connect. And then you on the other side of the room starts talking about me and starts, you know, I know this guy, Scott Hansen. He's a good friend of mine. He's a high performance coach. He helps business owners double and triple their bottom line. You really should meet him. Is that sort of what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I would say that, you know, even more ideally, you, you know, you, you build it into the context of a conversation so that, you know, for instance, if, if we're, if we're pals, if we're wingmen here in this scenario, um, I'm on one side of the room and I'm talking with someone. And so, okay, you know, so tell me about you. What's, you know, what's your business? Oh, okay, great. You're, um, you know, you run a, uh, a large, uh, boutique management consulting firm. Fantastic. So, uh, you know, so tell me, you know, what are you working on? What are your goals? And so mm -hmm. they'll say, oh, well, you know, Next year, we're really hoping to double our revenues. Mm. We have a really, you know, big initiative that that we're trying to work on, and so you know, that's my cue. That's like the flag, and I, I say, see. oh, I have a friend who actually specializes in that. Gotcha. You should talk to him. Gotcha. And then we make the connection. Fantastic! Wow, Hacker Nation, right off the get go. <laughs> Dory is sharing an incredible golden nugget. Use a partner, use a collaborative partner when you're out there networking and trying to build your business. I think that's such a great takeaway for us. We love moments or specific events here on Success Hackers, Dory. Tell us maybe about a time when you were building your company and your brand and you knew that this wasn't the hobby anymore, but you, that you can actually make some real money at it and make a living doing this. Do you remember the exact moment when that happened? I launched my business in probably not the way that I would recommend that other people do. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, now I'm older and wiser. Uh, but, but the way, 
the way that I launched my business, I mean, I did some things right for sure. Um, I was working as the executive director at a nonprofit. That was what I ended up doing after the Howard Dean campaign ended. And, uh, and so I joined it. And after working there about a year, I, I really just, it hit me. I had this sort of revelation that all the things that I was doing was basically running a small business. I was like, oh, this, you know, this is what it's like to run a small business. You know, running a nonprofit is no different than that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the next thought that immediately followed is, whoa, I could do this for myself and I could make a lot more money. <laughs> and so I, so I was like, okay, this is great. Um, so the thing that I did right when I launched my business was, I decided I was, you know, I, I didn't want to leave my organization in the lurch. I wanted to give them plenty of time to find a new replacement. Um, so I decided that, uh, you know, I, I, I plotted out that I would leave in about a year. So I used that year to start reading every business and management and marketing book that I could so that I was educating myself about the field. And I started identifying holes that I had in my, uh, in my knowledge and experience so that I could take classes on them. So I started signing up for all of these adult ed classes. And, you know, I mean, now you could even do it online, like with MOOCs or whatever, or online courses. But I, I took adult ed classes at the, at the local education center um, so that I could just learn about things that, that I figured small business owners needed to know. I took classes on, uh, you know, uh, graphic design and, and classes on how to use QuickBooks and things like that, uh, just so I would be better equipped uh, for those things. And so that was really positive. The thing that I didn't do that I should have was I, I literally didn't line up any clients prior to, uh, to leaving my job. Hmm. I was just, I was so busy. Uh, you know, the, the mindset that I had was I was so intent on trying to do a good job and leave a good legacy and set my organization up, uh, so that the next executive director would be helpful. I spent all my time doing that and none of my time recruiting clients for my new business. Um, now, you know, it's easier said than done, but ideally I should have been working on both because it's a little bit frightening and alarming to jump off the cliff and have zero clients. Right. Um, mo- most people, I-, I would say, you know what, get some clients before you quit. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, maybe would have done that a little differently. But you didn't, and here you are, and now you're running a super successful business. And I know that even though it's not the easiest of topic to talk about here on Success Hackers is something we call the fail-forward stage. It's really the ability to, as you're going through a moment, a time, an event, where you almost feel like giving up and maybe going back to your old life, but you kept on and you kept on pushing forward and you kept on climbing your success mountain and here you are, a successful businesswoman, speaker, author, etc. Do you remember that time when you really wanted to just give up but you kept going? So I uh, am thinking back, this is probably about maybe three or four years ago. And I had been in business at that point for about five years. I mean, it was, uh, you know, I, I had plenty of time and experience under my belt and I had been a six-figure consultant for, for many years. Um, but I went through a period where for, you know, for something like four or five months, I, I was not getting any new business and I didn't understand why. And the truth is, I still don't. There was no, there was actually just, I think, no reason that I wasn't getting business over this period of time. I wasn't doing anything different. Um, I was, uh, I, I, w- I was not, um, you know, avoiding something or making moves I shouldn't have been or, or whatever. 
um, it just wasn't coming in. And sometimes that happens based on a confluence of factors. But I was starting to really worry and, uh, and thinking, geez, you know, if, how long is this going to continue? And what does it mean if it is going to continue? And I started to think about, do I need to go back to work? Do I need to get a job to, to make money? And, uh, ultimately, uh, the, the thing that I was working on, the thing that I had hoped would be, uh, enable me to break through to the next level, and I think did, was the publication of my first book, Reinventing You. Um, that, uh, that came later, it came in the, in the, uh, spring of 2013. And, uh, what I told myself was just that I thought, uh, my, you know, my hypothesis was that that would unleash a stream of media requests and speaking requests and hopefully consulting requests that would uh, start putting money back in my pocket. And it did. Um, and that was great. But it was a little bit of a leap of faith because prior to that, I was having to wait for a while. And it was just this this completely inexplicable drought, which I, I think was just a confluence of like certain contracts ended and certain people, you know, were were not uh, doing their their hiring or their contracting. Then um, it's random. But for me, the message that I have extracted from that is as an entrepreneur, you need to have um, a disproportionate amount of cash in the bank so that you are ready to weather uh, downturns, uh, weather unexpected downturns. And if you have that, uh, then you don't necessarily have to, you know, feel panicked or jump back into the workforce. Uh, but otherwise, it can be very stressful. You're right. I mean, there, there's a there's a downtime for sure in Hacker Nation. You know, if you're right in the middle of it, or if you're just getting started, or even if you've been around for a while, to Dory's point, you're going to have your ebb and flows of business. And one of the mentors of mine once said to me, you have to embrace the process of being an entrepreneur. And even though that makes sense from a logical standpoint, when you're going through your stuff and you can be feast or famine, like you said, and you have the famine moments, it, you're like, oh my God, when is going to come? But you just have to realize the old saying is you just have to keep planting the seeds because you're just not sure. As long as you keep planting and keep watering and keep harvesting and going out there and hustling, great things will continue to happen. It might not happen on your, on your time frame and you're looking around like we're all the clients, but it will absolutely happen as long as you just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah, that's exactly right. Dory, our listener is the type of listener that is always looking for the 10x thinking on their business. We call it a success hack or, you know, a golden nugget. What's one success hack or strategy maybe that you can leave with our listeners to help them to really start thinking about how they can stand out? You mentioned that one uh, success tip that you left with us in terms of the collaboration partners at a networking event, but if someone wants to maybe write for a prominent magazine or if someone wants to you know, write a book or if someone wants to do something different, because a lot of times I'll run into as an example, well, I'm just a financial planner or it's just me and I'm a solopreneur and I just do X. What would you say to that person and what can they do starting today to really start thinking about themselves in a different, bigger light? So what I'd say to that, Scott, is, uh, is that first of all, um, you know, let, let me kind of walk very briefly 
briefly through the steps of how to get started blogging for prominent publications, uh, because that's something that has really been a cornerstone of my strategy. And as you mentioned, I blog pretty regularly for Harvard Business Review, for Entrepreneur, um, for, you know, I've, I've written, um, for three and a half years, I wrote very regularly for Forbes. Um, so, uh, the, the key steps there, number one, um, start, start blogging on your own so that you can develop your voice and get comfortable, um, you know, figuring out what you want to write about and how, how that sounds. Um, you can create your own blog, but you can also do it really easily on Medium or on your LinkedIn profile. And those are great ways to, to just sharpen your voice and your writing style. So if you're doing that, that's a fantastic start. You can get started just by thinking about questions that people typically ask you. You know, if you're a financial planner, well, you know, what, you know, how do I, how do I pick out a good financial planner? Like what questions should I ask to know if that person's a match for me? Or what are, what are the most common financial mistakes that people are making and what can you do to prevent them? Like whatever people ask you at cocktail parties, you can start with that as, uh, as your initial blog post. So you do that. Then you want to move up the ladder and try to target publications that are not just stuff that you create and, you know, sort of only you see, um, but things that already have built in audiences. So maybe, uh, if you have a professional association that has a newsletter or maybe your local newspaper has, uh, has a blog or accepts outside contributions or whatnot, you can start, uh, pitching to them, you know, send, send an email, send a link to some things that you've done previously. Ask, Hey, can I write for you? Once you get started and break in there, very powerful because you've got clips from established institutions. And then essentially you just keep following what's known as the ladder strategy so that you keep going up one rung at a time to bigger and bigger and more prominent publications uh, so that you're ultimately ready to uh, to pitch large-scale uh, publications and you have clips that you can show um, saying that you've been vetted essentially at these previous levels and so they're far more likely to take you seriously and start running your stuff. What a great piece of advice. And I know for, for me, people ask me all the time, like, Scott, you know, I know that you're, fo- you know, you, you have a focus around high performance coaching and business coaching. And yeah, I do. And they say, well, why, why are you doing all these other things? You're a speaker. You write for entrepreneur.com and biznews.com and soon to be uh, Huffington Post. And you have this podcast and you, you're also now, you know, you're going to be writing a book that's going to be a bestseller, all those things. How do you do it? Why do you do it? The answer is exactly what we're talking about today to be able to manufacture authority is so important nowadays where maybe five or ten years ago maybe having a book was good enough which having a book is fantastic but if you can have all these other things in place you're just going to stand out that much more than your competition would you agree dory Yes, ab- absolutely um, you uh, you know as as we were discussing earlier Scott um, you know you like to drive the, the message of being omnipresent. Uh, and I agree. Uh, you know, we were talking at the beginning of this about, uh, my background in politics. And there is a saying in politics, uh, that, that a voter needs to see your name seven times before they'll even consider voting for you. And wow. I think that that's really true, uh, in the business world as well. People, hmm. people don't want to buy from you. People don't want to listen to you. Uh, if, if they haven't reached a sort of saturation point where they say, Oh, I've seen this guy a bunch. He must be credible. And uh. so you need to reach people in multiple channels and multiple times. One blog post is not going to cut it. You need to to create a strategy where you're touching and reaching people on a regular basis. Fantastic. Dory, we are now going to enter the randomness round. But before we do, let's take a quick moment and hear from our sponsor. One of the most evident components of successful people is they have a system of daily inspiration. 
This is why we at Success Hackers have partnered with our friends at InspireDing.com, where every day an inspirational text message comes straight to your phone. Look, we know that negativity comes to you free and unsolicited. Don't you think it's time to invest in some daily inspiration? We've made this very easy for you to get your daily inspirational text. All you have to do is text the word Hansen. That's my last name, Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96000. That's 96,000. And you are in. Again, take out your cell phone right now and text the word Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96,000. And get your daily ding of inspiration. I personally use this and it is so simple. Every day I get a daily inspirational text that sets the tone for the rest of the day. Again, text Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N to 96000 and you will get a daily inspirational message sent right to your cell phone. We know here at Success Hackers that a ding a day inspires the negativity away. Okay, Dory, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hacker's version of the hot seat. Whatever is the first thing that comes to mind, just let it rip. Okay, let's do it. So, Dory Clark, are you ready for the randomness round? Absolutely. Bring it. Best advice you've ever received? Don't get an office. They're too expensive. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? This is this is a bad daily habit, but it is uh, it is very soothing. I crack my knuckles too much. <laughs> you now own a time machine, Dory. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing what you know about business and life, tell your 25-year-old self? Start building an email list. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? I am uh, really persistent, and so I uh, do not get discouraged when I get no's. I keep going. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I'm actually pretty good at ping pong. Oh, you are so lucky we don't live near each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are we, are we going to have a death match sometime we, we, soon, I swear, Scott? man. NYC against Chi-Town. Last question of the randomness round, Dory. When your life is near the end, what do you want your legacy to be? I would like my legacy to be that I I have uh, helped other people bring their best ideas out into the world, uh, so that so that more people are fulfilled and more people are contributing to the the good of everyone. Well, this has been incredible, Dory. Thank you so much for your time and also sharing these really awesome success strategies with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? Scott, thank you so much. Um, folks can go to my website, which is doryclark.com, and I have a, a few uh, special resources there. One is actually a free 42-page workbook about how you can develop your own breakthrough ideas and build a following around them. Uh, it literally uh, is a series of questions, self-assessment questions that walk you through the process of coming up with your idea and spreading it. Um, so that's uh, for free at doryclark.com, D-O-R-I-E-C-L-A-R-K.com. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Dory Clark, and my books are Reinventing You and Stand Out. Fantastic. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Dory, along with some other really cool new resources that we have on the site. Oh, also, don't forget, you can take this show, these interviews, and me 
with you anywhere that you are at. You can do this by going to successhackers.net, clicking on the iTunes tab, and then clicking subscribe to the show on the actual iTunes page. When you're on the iTunes page, we really love our five-star ratings and reviews. Why? Because the more reviews and ratings we get, the more successful and the higher ranked we are on iTunes, which means we can actually add more value and impact and empower more people from all over the world. Oh, and if you want to connect with me and the show on Twitter, all you have to do is go to at Scott Hansen 1210, S-C-O-T-T-H-A-N-S-E-N, at Scott Hansen 1210. Don't forget, if you want daily inspirational text messages sent directly to your cell phone, all you have to do is text the word Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, to 96000. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.